You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What's up and welcome everyone to G-Wondering Night 3 from Okada Shorts Episode 12. I'm your bad friend Rafe Houston, one half of the Kings of Pod style, one half of the International Wrestling Grand Prix. Your good friend Curtis Spears will be back with the next exciting installment after me with Night 4. But for now, you're stuck with me while I run down all of last night's action uh we kicked off in sendai with a whole bunch of cool fun tag matches but i'm here to talk about the meat and potatoes and that is the g1 block matches now leading into this uh i had a few tips that i felt pretty confident about i had kind of talked about maybe overbooking this and kind of thinking it through uh, for those of you who haven't Listen to the first episode of G Wandering. We essentially have a pick'em's contest between me and a group of friends and my co-host Curtis uh, as we try and essentially win the G One tipping contest, become the G One champion, uh, well G Wandering champion. Um, look, it was going pretty well for me at first. <laughs> I I had a clean sweep, got them all right in the first round. In the second round, I got two, but everybody got two, so I didn't really backslide too much. Not so much this one. I went clean sweep the other day. I didn't get a pick right. I was looking back at some of my choices. I was like, was I fucking insane? But here we are. So uh, the G1 matches kicked off with David Finlay versus the pimp Yujiro Takahashi. Now, it makes sense to me. Like the, the way it all happened, I actually quite enjoyed this, to be honest. I started off not caring. To be honest, this whole night, like the, the matchups to me, I didn't super care about at start, so it was taking me a little bit to, to get into it. But by the end of this match, I was definitely into it. Um, so what you will about the House of Torture, I think shows interference in this match, and his presence actually really helped it. Um, and I thought there was some really nice fire by David Finlay um, by the end as well. I think he came out like, you know, look, looking, you know, like the baby face wronged. But um, the more I see him, I wonder whether long-term his future's actually as a heel. Um, you know, carrying around a shillelagh isn't a very facey thing to do. So I wonder how long before he starts to use that and whether it'll be in this tournament. But yeah, some fuckery transpires, uh, and Big Huge, who essentially has gone almost undefeated in G1s before, manages to win his first round. So, 
So good work uh, by him, I guess. Uh, and we have our, what I would say is our first upset of the night. I was leaning towards Finlay. I was thinking it's his return to New Japan after so long. They're going to give him a big win. But this is the magic of the G1. And to be honest, I think this entire night was that because you, you do your best to sort of pick the way it's going to go. You think you can kind of predict things. But New Japan are going to do what they want to do and everybody still looks really strong. It's just, yeah, they, they do it really well, man. So, yeah, um, Big Huge gets that win and then we are on to the second block match which was new shiny baby face red and gold Tamatonga versus Chase Owens. Um, now, this one as well. When I realised that I'd picked Chase Owens, I figure I must have been smoking crack that day. But then I was like, oh, in all the last-minute scramble to get my picks in, maybe I hit the wrong thing. But then I thought it through, and I was like, no, you, you chose that. And, and I'll go through my logic real quick why I did that. So my thought is I don't think Tama is going to do particularly well in this tournament. I would love it if he, he did. But I was kind of in the story. I was telling you my mind, which is how I sort of do my uh, my tipping of winners and things like that, is I kind of imagine that things wouldn't go very well for Tama. And then on the very last night, he essentially, essentially, also essentially, spoils Jay White winning the block. Now I kind of think like he's going to do all right and... Jay White's just going to mow through everybody and be in the semis. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It could still turn around. But um, actually quite like this match too. I um, I wasn't super excited. I don't think that Chase Owens had done anything particularly exciting in previous G1s. Um, but it was good. And again, you talk about interference. You talk about uh, not just those straight up one matches. I really enjoyed Jado being involved because it was like the opposite style of interference. Chase is trying to pull bullshit and Jado's trying to set it right. There's one point where uh, Chase lifts up the mats to expose the concrete on the outside and he's got to, you know, suplex uh, Tamatonga onto the concrete. And Jado just comes up and he puts the, puts the padding back and Chase turns around and he's like, are you serious? He's so mad. Uh, and then he's going to try and get Jado with the chair, but then, he, you know, he gets take it off him, and then he ends up getting dropped on the ground himself. And Yeah, I, I thought it was a really good uh, face work, and I thought thought Tama looked awesome, man. Like, he has made the transition over into, like, the hero really, really well. And I think we're going to see some really cool stuff from this new shiny hero, uh, Tama Tonga. I really enjoy it. Um, after that, it was Lance Archer versus Bad Luck Farley. Again, it's Lance's t uh, return to New Japan after two years. He's an AEW wrestler. I'm expecting him to come in, be super dominant. And he was super dominant, but it's a 30-minute time limit. You can get counted out. This match started off super hot. Like, i got to say, these, th these four gentlemen, Yujiro Takahashi, Chase Owens, Bad Luck Fale, and Hiroki Goto, no offense to any of them. They're all great wrestlers. I'm actually fans, you know, like all of, of everybody in New Japan. But I wasn't expecting great things from anyone. It was probably the best matches 
from like all four of them that I've seen in a long time. And that's what G1 gives you, you know? Like that gives people the opportunity to shine. This one started off hot. Bad Luck Farley's instantly, you know, getting Lance Archer in the Bad Luck Fall, which is like everybody knows that's a one-shot kill. He manages to escape. It's great. Like, like it's the most I've seen Farley do in a long time because he hasn't actively been in Japan. And then, yeah, at the end, nobody's weaker. Farley manages to to hit uh, Archer at the right time when they're both on the apron. He spills to the outside. The count finishes just as he hits the apron. And that's it. Farley gets his first win. Again, I didn't book Farley super strong in this, but we we might see him get a few wins. And these uh, new shorter blocks mean that the wins can be distributed a little bit more evenly. So, yeah, that was awesome. And I don't think it hurt Archer in any way, of course. How could it? And I think we're going to see some great stuff from him. He he came in like a ball of fire. It was awesome. Um, and then the last match was Hiroki Goto defeating Tetsuya Naito. Now, i got to say, I was not interested in this match. And it's no offense, as I said, to either gentleman. But you... You feel like you know what you're going to get with a Hiroki Goto match at this stage. Uh, I think when Curtis and I did our prediction episode for the G1, well, our best case, worst case scenario for the G1, we sort of said the worst thing about Goto was the apathy. And that and that's how I felt. But instead of, you know, giving Naito, like, his first big win of the tournament, having him close out the night, all those kind of things. They gave it to Goto to essentially sort of recondition the audience to be like, don't sleep on this man. And I think that's really cool. Um, It was a great closing stretch, um, trading back and forth. You know, Goto kicks out of a Destino. Um, But, yeah, again, when they have, like, really conditioned sort of finishes to be really good. And when Goto does hit that, you know, GTR, it, it's over. And they stick to that. Um, I was a little... I was a little bit surprised that Naito didn't win. Not because uh, I now don't think he's going to do good in the tournament. I think he's going to do great in the tournament. Um, he may even win the tournament. But they have told that story of, like, Naito loses a bunch and then comes back and wins it before and so I was kind of maybe thinking something a little bit more dominant you know here from him but I'm really glad it ended up the the way it did I think uh, Godo was a nice upset and you know I'd like to see him pick up a couple more wins in this uh, tournament and then like even for like the you know somebody a little bit down the pecking order from him like who's in the same block like Hanare Hanare now picking up a win over Goto would mean more than if he, you know, just beat losing, you know, apathetic Goto. So that's where we were. So I lose all four, all four picks, and these are our current standings for that night. So I lost all four picks. Curtis got one pick. He picked Tama Tonga over Chase. Travis got one pick. He beat. Tama, he picked Tama over Chase. Amy also got zero for everything. We actually did not confer on our picks, by the way. So it's kind of crazy that she she got the same as me. Uh, And then Momo got two. She picked uh, Tama and Farley. So these are the current standings. I 
am on six total picks correct. Curtis is on five. Travis is on four. Amy is on six. And Momo takes the lead at seven picks. So for next week, the matchups that we are going to be having are ZSJ versus Hanare. I have picked ZSJ. Uh, Yoshihashi versus Shingo. I have picked Shingo. Okada versus Yano. I've picked Okada. And Ishii versus Jay White. I have picked Jay White. I wonder how many of those will come back to haunt me and if there'll be some other major upsets. Quick note, I loved uh, in the tag match the Ishii Jay White interaction at the end of their tag match, Ishii pulling his hair, Jay screaming for the ref. I think they're going to have a great match, and that's going to be one to circle. That's going to be really cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this quick, bite-sized review of G193. Uh, I have been Rafe Houston. You can check me out at Faces Feels Cast and check out my podcast, Faces and Feels, there. Um, you can check out my co-host, Curtis Spears, at Eldestructo83. Uh, he's got some great shows uh, called The Smark Foundation about wrestling. Uh, he has another one called Throw and Dice Pod about wargaming like Warhammer and stuff. And you can check out our benefactors of Okada Shorts at Count Out Pod. Uh, they put out our episodes for us and show us a lot of support. Very nice boys. Um, also, we're now supported by NordVPN. So check out nordvpn.com slash shorts to get yourself a hell of a deal. And if you can't remember all of those things, if you go to our link tree, and link trees are linktr.ee slash Okada Shorts, uh, all our links are there that you can you can find our episodes, you can find our social media, and you can find our sponsors. So thank you so much for your time. And remember, rate and subscribe, listen or die, keep it right, keep it tight, and most importantly, keep it short. This has been a Count Out Podcast.